I swear to God, you could hear a fucking pussy fart this microphone. Anyways, uh, probably should start off by saying <laughs> uh, adult content, uh, warning, trigger warning, fucking, this is an opinion piece for adults. Um, basically, this show is for attainment purposes only, and if you're easily offended, then fuck right the fuck off, motherfucker. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to the Holy Heathen Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan the Fucking Heathen. And, uh, let's see. This is Season 2, Episode 1. start off, I haven't recorded anything since around Halloween, and uh, now it's Merry Fucking Christmas, motherfucker. Uh, but the reason is, because I've been fucking busy as shit. Uh, first, I knocked up the old fucking lady. Uh, <laughs> that was a delightful surprise. We heard a heartbeat last night. So there's going to be another fucking heathen running around here pretty soon. Uh, second, uh, she got the Rona and we quarantined and, and whatever the fuck. And uh, uh, third, uh, published a book. It's on Amazon. You can get it in paperback or uh, Kindle. So it's, it's called The Holy Heathen. So go on over to Amazon and check that out. Uh, published and made my own website. Fought with some publishers and went back and forth and... Everyone tells you, oh, we just want the best for you, uh, as long as you fucking pay for it, motherfucker. <laughs> you know, so, uh, and, and there's still a couple typos in the book and, and whatever the fuck, but needless to say, I've, I've, um, it took me 10 years to write this, and, uh, well, clearly I'm biased, but I think it's pretty fucking good, and I think it's entertaining, and the reason why is because it kind of questions everything, and, I believe in free thought and exploration and uh, divinity and the cosmos and, and just trying to figure out what the fuck it is that we're doing on this tiny little marble we call a planet. And, and sometimes that's hard, you know, and, and existence is inevitably fucking suffering. And that's just the way that it fucking is. And so if you haven't ever heard this podcast before... The reason for it is it's cheaper than fucking therapy. So, basically, I'll tell you a little tidbit about something that's pissing me the fuck off during the week. I'll talk about how I think about it and and why I don't snap someone's neck over it and um, basically what it means to be a castrated male in a uh, whatever fucking type of society we're living in. Um, but I do enjoy society, right, because... Without it, there would just be pure chaos. Uh, but even in chaos, uh, there is an order. Um, let's see, I'm just trying to tidy up my thoughts here. Uh, I think it was Aristotle that said something about um, if you can't live within society, you're either a god or a beast. So, funny thing to me that I'm sitting here talking about the things that I disagree with in our society. Because maybe... Yeah, maybe I'm... <laughs> maybe I'm both. <laughs> the tyrant and the savior. <laughs> um, maybe I'm neither. Maybe I'm just fucking nothing. But that, that in itself is the question, right? Uh, that's the thing. That's the reason why we're here. Um, is the question. I do believe that there is a master architect and I, and I do believe 
that I have a very strong relationship with my creator. And that's why I'm prefacing this story with, with some, some preaching here is because, uh, after the appointment, um, with the doctor and hearing the heartbeat, uh, my old lady wanted to eat some spaghetti, you know, like first trimester shit. She's throwing everything up and getting, um, weird urges for different food or whatever. So, um, despite us trying to live on a budget, we go and get some spaghetti. And as we're in the restaurant, there's all this literature about a um, fundamentally predominant religion uh, in the United States that shall remain nameless. And uh, the the thing, though, was, and I'm not, uh, maybe this is a pedestal, I, I don't fucking know, but um, I saw this pamphlet and it said, created or evolved on like a galactic background, you know, with a giant question mark. And I'm like, oh, that's that's kind of interesting. So I pick it up and I start reading it while I'm waiting on spaghetti. And the, th- the thing about it, the, th- the thing that started, I guess, um, upsetting me was, you know, I picked it up with an open mind, um, I'm like, oh, this you know could be interesting, but as I read it, uh, the more I realized that it was just propaganda, right? There, there were no in, inherent facts. There were no uh, literature. It was like a five-page, like it kind of just like kept unfolding, almost like a like an old school map or like chart, and it just like kept going on about how. Um, scientists aren't in agreement over evolution so it can't be true but it doesn't give like any examples of who's in disagreement and um i think quite the contrary we we haven't um and, and well first off let me let me retract why is it binary to begin with why does it have to be one or the other uh, this goes back to the nature versus nurture argument, and a lot of uh, literature today suggests both, right? You have an inherent disposition, an alignment of chromosomes in your DNA, and then you also have your outside influences, and then you have your personal choices. So why couldn't creation also be like that? Like, there's always more gray area. It's never just black and white. So that's the first thing that I thought about when I read the first few pages of this little pamphlet, Waiting on Spaghetti. And then the second thing was, it's complete lack of proof, right? So if you're going to make outlandish statements like science is in disagreement, then cite your source, right? (laughs) Like they teach middle schoolers that. And I think it's a... I think it's a blasphemy, and I, and I mean that literally. I think it is blasphemy to hide behind a creator as your justification for your wretchedness. And let me say that again so you're not fucking confused by the words coming out of my mouth. I think the true nature of sin is hiding behind something you don't understand in, at all. Right, to say without a shadow of a 
doubt or a shadow of proof we were created without anything to back it up is not a rational thought process. And I've been tooling, I've been digesting this, kind of like chewing on it for a couple of days, actually, uh, or at least since yesterday. Uh, so um, why I think this is so important is I, I have a very strong faith myself, but the binary, the drawing the line in the sand is tribalism. You are either with me or against me. You either wear the same hat that I do or you're bald, right? Um, and it doesn't matter if it's political party or skin color or blah, 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 blah. It is saying you're in a different caste than I am, right? And I think it's, I think it's interesting to say that we don't know. And um, maybe I got this frame of mind because some of the, the audio books that I've been listening to lately, um, one of them was on Stoicism. And I, start, I started really thinking about, here, I'll, I'll cite my source. I'll actually uh, practice what I preach. All right, so the book is called The Practicing Stoic by Ward Fransworth. And they're they're talking about Seneca and uh you know this fucking Greek motherfuckers and a couple of Romans. And what I thought was so interesting about this is not to just face value pander or um paint these people from our history as saints, uh which we which we often do. But what's interesting is a couple of the people forementioned in the book like they did horrendous things, right? Like, uh, like one of them is Cicero or Seneca. Or I can't fucking remember because uh, my memory is faulty, and it's been a couple, a few days, anyways, since I was listening to it. But um, one of them mentioned Mark Anthony sentencing uh, the Stoic to death because he was a senator, and he went into his bath and slit his wrists. And that was the gentlemanly way to do it, right? And and I like uh, I like uh, Marcus Aurelius also, you know, like a lot of his stuff. But uh, he was a famous warlord, right? Like he he was he fucking ate, fucking killed, you know. <laughs> like these some of the best things that we got came from the worst of situations. And uh, one quote, I'll read it real quick here. This one was from. From Seneca, it was if you hear that someone has spoken ill of you, do not make excuses for what is said, but answer. Evidently, he didn't know about my other faults. And uh, you know, this this makes you laugh. Says you know, Winston Churchill was witty like that also, and uh, I love Socrates. Um, and then there's a bunch of contention whether or not he actually existed, or, or if Plato just kind of like made him up, you know, because. That's the way that was. But I had this college professor that said, uh, basically it was very common for people not to write. And like the higher society didn't write. They had people that wrote for them, you know. So like, of course, Plato wrote for Socrates. And it was kind of like one of those things, you know. 
Um, and then there's even, I'm going to say this, uh, hold on to your seats. There's some historians that question whether or not Jesus actually lived. Um, I've watched some documentaries on that, you know, and uh, I think it's important that, let me just say this, even if something isn't true, doesn't mean you can't believe in it, all right? That's the old cowboy line from the movie Lonesome Dove, and he's he's basically saying it's the what every boy needs to know about becoming a man speech, if you want to look it up, but he's saying believe in true love, right? Uh, you're going to get your heart broke. Uh, good will always triumph over evil. Uh, you know, the real world, it, it doesn't always pan out like that. But just because something isn't true doesn't mean you can't believe in it. And <clears throat> going back to what I was initially saying about that little pamphlet in the spaghetti house, I have the freedom of choice to let it bother me. I've got the freedom of choice to not go to that restaurant anymore. I've got the freedom of choice to just ignore it and go on about my day. Uh, But I do think that we should combat propaganda or faulty thinking or the lack of facts in people's statements. I, I think as in enlightened society, right? And we still call ourselves a democratic republic and there's a hell of a lot of responsibility to be a citizen and uh, we should snuff out that kind of blasphemy um, I think it's a civic fucking duty to fucking say something about that kind of fucking shit now they have as much freedom as they want in their own place of business to have that kind of stuff but I do think that they're wrong And, you know, like their over-the-top approach about it. Um, And then it it makes you wonder, like, was there anyone there ordering spaghetti on the fence about God? (laughs) Right? You never know where you're going to catch them, but uh, it it really makes you wonder. (laughs) And uh, so, yeah, so a lot of takeaways, a lot of fucking takeaways. First, what... Find a girl who can do both, right? (laughs) Why can't it be both? I think in our short term of writing shit down, we have actually witnessed species evolving in that certain traits are preferred over others, either for a a better sexual advantage or a different climate. Um, And and that's called evolution, right? Uh, Birds having different types of beaks to eat different insects. And that's the natural fucking order. Then the insect turned it into a fucking stick shape so the fucking bird can't find it. And then, oh yeah, now it does start to find it because the bird adapts to a better smelling nose and now it can smell the fucking insect, right? Round and round and round it goes because that's an evolutionary uh, trait to perpetuate your genes or your species. Uh, Without it, well... Even with it, it's not fast enough to keep up with with humanity, right? We can extinct a fucking species faster than anybody, including ourselves. And that, that is the the true, maybe that's the true takeaway right there. And all of our, we can go to the moon, but, uh, you know, fuck the over, overfilled landfills. 
Uh, Sometimes I like picking fights, but it's not. It's not that I'm just swinging, uh, just for the fun of it. I do think it shows maturity and questioning what you're being told. And I, th- I think that is what we should all be doing, right? I think that's a part of being a fucking adult. Is this really true? And that's a million-dollar question. Is this worth my fucking time and headspace? Is this worth my energy? I don't think the pamphlet is worth anyone's fucking energy. Um, But I think it's worth discussing. Because how else do you combat tyranny? Free and open debate? But again, just like the pamphlet, this is just a form of fucking media that no one fucking listens to in the fucking first place. And even if you did, you would you would basically just be reinforcing your already held beliefs. Right? People people like me are only going to listen to me. I don't even like listening to my fucking self. Now that, now that there you go, right? There's a real stoic thing to fucking think about. I was I was listening to uh, Eckhart Tolle's uh, book. I don't know if it's his new one or uh, I don't know when it came out, but it's like the New Earth or something. I really fucking like the Power of Now that he wrote. I thought that was just yeah, that one fucking got me. Um, then again, it's, it made me think about a lot of other fucking shit because he was talking about being homeless and living, you know, out out and on a fucking park bench for like two fucking years and all this shit and like halfway starving to death and that's when he had this big out-of-body experience and that made me think about a lot of the motherfuckers in the Bible sleeping with their heads on rocks and shit like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or, or Socrates himself who uh, gave away his worldly obsessions and lived on the outskirts of society. Uh, the trial, Socrates' trial, very similar or synonymous with the Last Supper, you know, drinking the hemlock root, you know, it's coming, the crucifixion. Um, I do think we have these brief, very brief moments of clarity before someone just shoves our fucking head back down into submission. And uh, anyways, yeah, the Eckhart Tolle book now that I'm listening to is... Uh, it's not the power now. It's uh, the new earth. And he was kind of he was kind of talking about some of the stuff that I was talking about. How, as a society, we are kind of at a breaking point where it it's really up to us, right? And uh, and by up to us, I mean the the successfulness of our species in a limited space. We used to think the earth was very large and and we couldn't uh you know could do no wrong to it but um I, I think it's funny that like global warming's a political or a controversial issue 
Um, I wrote this little piece about the the paper straws and basically a Cliff Notes version. Uh, fuck the sea turtles, right? <laughs> we we've got coronavirus to think about, <laughs> and, and my whole point is that was a piddly fucking attempt to even fucking do anything, anyways, right? If you have an island of fucking garbage, oh really? Like the the straws the issue, and, and I get that, like oh we all need to start somewhere, and we need to get the issues out there, and it's like, that's not even an adult fucking conversation, and, and that's what this show's about, is having the real fucking conversation, <laughs> like, my fucking straw is not gonna change the island of goddamn trash, <laughs> um, all it does is make you seem like a liberal fuck, uh, or, or, you know, like, I love how if you speak anything into existence about the environment, you're a tree hugger, right? Like, that's the natural defense. Um, again, it's it's more binaries. And it doesn't matter if we're... It doesn't matter what we're fucking talking about. We're tribal because it's convenient. Um, and, oh, that brings me to Jordan Peterson's book, 12 Rules for Life. I listened to that recently, and um, that's one of the things he was talking about Um in some of the psychology studies was we need to be social in order to have a you know high success rate. But then once we're in a social group, we castigate others from that group for our own successfulness within the group. And then we also create like the binary because we want our group to be better than other groups because that's why we're in that fucking group. So it really makes sense looking at, I'm not a psychologist, I'm not a health professional, I'm just a stupid motherfucker with a microphone, but I think it's interesting that it takes too much fucking work for us to think about anyone else but ourselves, right? You're either in mu- you're either with me or you're against me, and anything else... It's too taxing. Like we're just we're just not gonna fucking do that. We're not gonna talk about religion or politics at the kitchen table. Cause you're not gonna change anyone's fucking opinion anyways. I think it's a damn fool's errand for me to even have this podcast because whose fucking opinion would I change? I've changed my own enough, but even that was yeah. Through life, the only way that I've changed my opinion is basically been running my head against a fucking brick wall until knocking myself out and then, you know, waking up with that moment of clarity like I was talking about earlier. So, yeah, it's a a difficult task to change anything, including yourself. But I was talking about Eckhart Tolle. Yeah, he said we were basically at a crossroads. I am going to listen to the rest of that book. That's... That's the fucking new one. I think it's going to be fucking good. I love that shit. (sighs) She ate all that fucking spaghetti, too, by the way. (laughs) That was was the crazy part. I didn't even fucking have any. (laughs) I had some garlic bread, but that was about it. Um, I am excited about being a dad. I am excited about the fucking book. And... Uh, having a job, 
buying a house. I'm really excited about a lot of stuff in life. I started writing in a journal, um, namely because I listened to Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. Well, I, yeah, I listened to it because that's the best fucking version. Like, listen to his voice tell his story. It's fucking epic if you haven't if you haven't checked that out yet. But um, in it, he he's basically saying it's not like a self gratifying fucking memoir and all that shit. Um, and the reason why I listened to it because he was on the Joe Rogan podcast talking about it. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna paraphrase what he was saying on there. But basically, he journaled for like thirty fucking years, and he wanted to know what was what what he was doing well at certain times and, and not doing well at others. So like I started writing some stuff down the last couple uh, weeks and especially with everything changing so fast. And I really got into this like conundrum of have I been exhibiting addictive behavior and searching for good feelings Right, I like one of the things I love to say to myself is "fuck how you feel, motherfucker." Go to work, right? and that's kind of like my mantra: "fuck how you feel." Um, and the other ones: "eat, fuck, kill." So, "eat, fuck, kill," "fuck how you feel," "get to fucking work." But um, anyways, I I had some good things fucking go down, and I was feeling on top of the fucking world, but it inevitably sets in. When you're when you're feeling up, that the low is coming, right? Because like ninety percent of the time you're just like tooling along, just fucking going through the motions, waiting for the break, and then when it does finally fucking break, like you're like, oh man, this is the best fucking feeling in the world. But um, I guess like that classic example of guys that die immediately after retirement. <laughs> So I was on a I was on a plane the other day and, and someone was talking about that like uh, those guys that um, fly all around the world all the time. It's like as soon as they retire at sixty five, they just fucking like drop dead. And uh, um, I was thinking about that when I was feeling fucking amazing high on life, and uh, I really just got in this kind of you know, cat chasing my tail scenario where I did it. I really don't, I still don't know if we should be chasing feelings at all. Um, Dave Ramsey says it's, it's a mature thing to delay pleasure today to, um, you know, build a better future. And I definitely see that. And I, and I definitely agree with, working hard and and uh, accomplishing things um, but I've also been on on the opposite side of that where you achieve something and it's a big fucking letdown and you don't feel any way at all how you thought you would when you were doing it so it makes me wonder well the thing that I was really wondering about was if you can't rid yourself of suffering, your existence is fucking suffering. But while you're suffering, you're thinking about the good times, and when the good times come, you're thinking about the suffering. Um, 
if you were to like give away the good feeling to negate some of the bad feeling, then you wouldn't have any feeling. And that wouldn't be human. That would be a fucking robot. And that wouldn't be existence. So then I just said, like, fuck how you feel. <laughs> yeah, just fuck how you feel, motherfucker. There's good times and there's bad times. You know? Just fucking roll in. Um, yeah, that, I mean, that's, that's really all I got, I think. Um, let's see. Oh, so another thing about this this podcast is I, I make the episode short because I don't, I don't like fucking three hours of fucking anything. I mean, maybe sex on occasion, but even then, you need to fucking stretch and hydrate. Like, I, I really don't fucking like... Three people don't have fucking three hours to talk about anything. I don't have three hours in a fucking day to listen to you talk about nothing. So I, I do like to be clear and concise, make some fucking points, and then get the fuck off here. Because, one, I'm not that interesting. Two, you're not going to fucking listen to that shit. And, uh, yeah, we'll just see how it goes. This is a, a one-sided relationship where I've mentally masturbated over whether or not you swoon... So, this is, uh, I'm just trying this new format. Unedited, self-defecating fucking ramblings of a lunatic. And I think it's about time we wrap up this abortion. So praise be to thee, a goddamn heathen.